Yes. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to the patch. Uh, this week brought to you by Squarespace. We will definitely talk about Squarespace a little more later in the patch. Special edition of the patch, the most high production value, high cost oh, episode yeah, ever of absolutely. the patch. Yeah. We flew all the way to Australia. I feel like just a, there should just be patch. a dude here that's like my footrest. <laughs> Where like is he? Just hire the man that I he was supposed to be get here. me an Aussie. Gavin. Yeah. <laughs> and this here. is from now on, right? This is yeah. we're just going to shoot here every you can't week. Never we'll sit down, down in quality. You know? <laughs> so yeah, we're uh, we're we're in Australia uh, ahead of RTX AU, and we thought we would just take the time and go ahead and film an episode of the patch. Uh, I'm Gus. Meg. Ryan. And ah. Gus. Yeah, there it so, is. We'll, uh, I'm sure we'll talk about video games like always, but I feel like because of the fact we're in Australia, we're going to invariably end up talking about Australia quite a bit. Can I interrupt you to say, I didn't know you had a hair. Your facial hair goes up your nostril. Yeah, it does. This light has <laughs> just really highlighted the fact that your facial it's hair like literally climbs up your it, nostril. It comes up here, too, and like all the way across. Like I would have like a raccoon mask <laughs> if I didn't like... I wonder how, how far off genetically you are from the people that have like the full face thing. <laughs> like you got to be a couple, a couple genes, right? Yeah, I'm sure it's like half. Like yeah. I'm, I'm almost there. Like one you have half one chromosome gene. that was just you have like the a, wrong an way. ancestor who had yeah. like full facial hair. <laughs> um, so we were in Australia, mm -hmm. and this morning I noticed one of my favorite things. I try this in every crunchy I go to. Every crunchy, you crunchy. Go to? I, yes, uh -huh. every, every time I go to a crunchy, new crunchy. Um, every country that I go to, I try this. Australia has passed the test. I push the door close button in an elevator, oh. and the doors close. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so amazing. It does not work in the US. The only Never. countries I think I've Never seen it work once. are Australia and Japan. Yep. Japan and also. Just closes. Japan and Australia both have them. And oh my god, it's so lovely. Yeah. In fact, a guy was, um, we were in the elevator and this guy hit the, the door close button and then a woman walked up and he was uh -huh. like, oh shit. And he tried to hit door open. Door close overrode it all. <laughs> that elevator was like, you have made your choice. Yep. Live now live it. with it. Yes. Now watch the sadness on her yeah. face. Now that's the best when you look at someone and you're like hitting the door uh, closed like, oh, like, I'm, oh, I'm trying. trying. <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> I'm trying to say that I'm sorry. Do you think that started as a psychological experiment just to see how many people would actually use the button? Mm. Oh, it's like the, it the really work. lame prison experiment, yeah. but not. It's like, will just... you push the close button even though there's no chance of it functioning? Yeah. I think what I've heard in is that in the U.S. the elevators are they're programmed in such a way that the door close works when it's in firefighter mode. Uh, like, absolute bullshit. Uh, yeah, but it doesn't work in like passenger mode. I will put, I will segue this into video games by saying that every time it does work, I think I'm gonna come here if there's a zombie apocalypse because that's really handy if there's zombies coming Seriously? at you to be able to close the elevator I think, quickly. Like, it, I, I've seen it in signs where it's like in case of fire or zombie apocalypse, use the stairs. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I don't, <laughs> I don't think that that's right. <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to use an elevator. What zombie what? apocalypse still has power? I mean, come on. Thank you. Okay, that's not fair. You could absolutely still have power at the beginning. Totally. Right. right, so you can establish like a loft it's way like, up high. I mean, like I am legend. People are turning into like crazy monsters, but they were still helicopters. They're still to take showing out up Will to work. Smith's family. That's true, but yeah. uh, helicopters that, are not driven by electricity. Well, but there was electricity. I'm saying, okay, Ryan, I get gasoline it. Gasoline stop working. Else. Someone right? play the clip because yeah. there's clearly electricity <laughs> yeah. going on. Also, he had a whole lab, so he still. Yeah, but he had like a, a couple of zombies on like a don't treadmill or something, him. right? Don't I mean, the, the, yeah, Tesla wasn't making helicopters yet. It was not like the all electric version of a helicopter. Um, so how were you going to say, I'm just curious, how were you going to segue that into video games? Well, because like if you're, it's a zombie apocalypse uh, thing, so it's going to be like video zombie. games, you Do know, a zombie game. zombies on here? We uh, have uh, The Division we could talk yeah, about. Yeah, absolutely. That's but there's electricity zombies. in there too. It's like apocalyptic though. Whatever. That's true. Yeah, it's a second half. What has gone down in the world? Wait, yeah, there's a lot of electricity in The Division because you talk to a lady via you your headset. Human society continues. Interesting. Only in zombies it doesn't continue, but Look, in The Division. No one so is showing up to work at the power plants during a zombie apocalypse. Okay, but I'm saying if it's also apocalyptic in The Division, which look like Nobody was yeah. showing up to the power plants either. They still got a few Somehow, people. Somehow, there's still more. By the way, zombies would be the greatest green alternative uh, yeah, power source, right? Yeah, put them in like a little, source, like, right? hamster yeah. wheel. Just put a little brain dangle on a They kind of do that in uh, Shaun of the Dead at the very end, right? Like, yeah. they incorporate the zombies into, like, everyday life and kind of <laughs> yeah. ways to utilize them. That was the greatest turn in that movie is because you never see, like, an after-the-fact of the world still dealing with zombies, only society functioning. Like, there's kind of like, uh, what was that? Uh, it was one of the zombie movies where the zombie... There's like the big, huge black zombie that was like smarter oh, than all the was, other ones. Uh, it was like the remake of Day of the Dead yeah. or uh, something like that, Dawn of the Dead. No, it wasn't the, it was like the Day of the Dead remake. Mm -hmm. So they still had power, but it was very limited. Like they weren't using zombies. They were still real scared of them. But mm -hmm. Shaun of the Dead was the only one where it's like, yeah, no, the world's going on now. We're just using them for entertainment. Hmm. Uh, George Romero, zombie. I'm trying to look it up. It's Day of the Dead, right? Or is it Day of the Living Dead? Look, or? Night of the Living there's probably Dead. A, Night of the a Living time. Dummy, R.L. Stein, Goosebumps. Zombies. We did it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's there's, there's just some combination of Day of the Week, uh, 
world event and zombie. Time zombie. Yeah. So, The Division. Yes. Mm. <laughs> going, going back to the second half of zombie apocalypse. Yes. Right. Apocalypse portion. Um, so I guess the, the beta is finally coming out January 28th for the Xbox One, and I think it starts the next day for PS4 on January 29th. Is it open? Oh, suck at PS4. Uh, I think you have to pre-order the game in order to get into it, because I've seen <sighs> banner ads and commercials for that. Uh, and and, and I, I think we talked about this last week on the patch. Division's totally one of those games that I'm super excited about that fell off my radar yeah. and is now like suddenly back. It's coming out March 8th in like two weeks. Maybe or, maybe it's close. Well, March 8th though. I was going to say if it's yeah. February 8th, I wouldn't even bother with pre-ordering it. But maybe I will pre-order it just so I can play the beta. Well, it's interesting that it's now being very heavily compared to Destiny, really. It seems is it? like, yeah, that's what Who's a lot of... Who's doing that? Where did you read that? I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't keep track of sources. You're, you're just making stuff He's up? Yeah. Shit up now. Well, no, a lot of people are laying it out there like that's kind of like the mission structure. It's like you'll just have like a, a kind a of play as you go. A lot of people one person you saw. Maybe an article somewhere. <laughs> Maybe I'm the origin of it. You might you. be. It sounds like you are. He's just trying to fuck his own. I can't back own, that up with anything. Yeah. His own article he wrote. Yeah, so uh, you can, yeah, you just have to pre-order the mm-hmm. division. And it's, it's one of those weird things. It, it's like, you know, Destiny and Battlefront have that exclusivity marketing deal with Sony where like all of the marketing materials were very like PlayStation focused. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Microsoft must have the same kind of deal for the division because all the pre-order banner ads and everything I see is like with the Xbox One uh, mm. case for the game. What was the game? It was Call of Duty. Did that ever come back to... Remember you couldn't... Oh, what was it with Call of Duty? There's time DLC exclusivity on the PlayStation. Yeah, or, but it, that's like the new home of Call of Duty. Remember you couldn't buy the... You couldn't buy some the season pass. Did that ever come back to the Xbox Marketplace? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that was like forever ago. Remember the season pass just disappeared. You couldn't buy it on Xbox, but you could buy it on PlayStation and PC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I feel like I never heard. I think it came back. I think it was like a weird glitch where it disappeared for like just a couple of days, and then mm. it was gone for back. like a week. Was it? Yeah. Uh, well, jumping back to the division for a second, there's something about the. I've seen some of the. Uh, some people have already had access to it. They've been doing playthroughs. Something about it already already bothers me a little bit. Oh, though. what do you not like? Ryan? Uh, Ryan's so upset he's, about. He's, right, he's angry. Oh God, negative Ryan. All right, here's the thing. All right, you're in a real world situation. Yeah. Like where this is humans fighting humans. Okay. No zombies. No battle armor. No nothing. It's like here's a guy. I'm going to shoot that guy in the head. And numbers pop out of him. But it was a headshot, and he's like, "All right, I'm still alive." Like, the guy had a single-shot, like, SOCOM rifle, pops the dude in the head, and the dude didn't die. That doesn't... That's not right. I'll be fair. That, that's pretty annoying. I mean, oh, you did critical damage. But to be fair, any video game is never realistic, or you'd be dead all the time, because you get shot, and then you're like... <sighs> and blood comes in, and then it goes away five yeah. seconds but later. But if I'm shooting AI... So you have AI. to suspend disbelief. No, there, not when it, I'm shooting AI. It, it might be training for the fact that there's so, and I don't know, I haven't played the game, so I'm speculating at this point. It might be training for the fact that for PvP encounters, it might not be an instant kill. So it's training you that you get critical damage, but you're not necessarily going to drop someone right away. I don't know. Because if though. PvP, and, like if there's no yeah. distinct PvP and PvE areas and it just kind of all yeah. blends together, then I could see like reinforcing that aspect. Yeah, you'd think like, oh, hacks. Somebody didn't go down. Or at least put slap a helmet on him. It's like, all right, then I can suspend disbelief. But when he's bareheaded, every enemy's going to be wearing a helmet. <laughs> all right, well, some of them. I mean, that's that's how video games are. You got like grunts, and you got like super armored grunts. You got like the elites, and there's like super elites. I mean, and you got a football team. Of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> why not? You got some construction workers, Whoa, there's linebackers. There's they're not construction workers. It's the apocalypse. They don't go to work. No, no they one don't has do any construction anymore. But the helmets but, are still very useful. Yeah, sure. Maybe they stop you from dying from a single critical hit. Yeah, you would, that's you all would, I'm saying. You would encounter them at places other than construction. Oh, that's true. Right. That's right. Yeah, so non standard, yeah. Could a hard hat really stop a bullet? No, absolutely not. Then There's why not would a... it even matter if it were in the game? Suspension of disbelief, oh, that's all I'm asking. We're suspending disbelief, but it's not realistic, but I want something else that's not realistic <laughs> to make it better. Look, let's <laughs> all put a baseball hat on, is that what you said? Or Anything. a soft hat? I said, like, uh, I don't even remember, a sock hat. Yeah. What, what about like one of those old timey leather football helmets? <laughs> Anything. Well, I mean, that's an armor in games has always been that way. No one ever expects it. I mean, real armor is shitty. Like, you can get shot right through armor. I saw someone... God, I wish I'd, I, I... It was a story I read maybe a week or two ago. I wish I'd paid more attention to it. But someone was trying to determine whether or not medieval armor would be effective against modern weapons. And they were, like, really? trying to shoot guns against someone... Uh, not someone who gets like yeah. uh, a suit of armor to see that sounds like, like how a discovery show. And the answer was right. no, fairly quickly. The, the, I effect, the, the answer was it helps, but it's not 
uh-huh. as useful as it should be. Hmm. As it should be, I mean. Or, or was it, no, it was, they did both, I think. They did mm-hmm. that, and then they did modern armor against medieval weapons. Uh-huh. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, and modern armor was still somewhat effective, but not really, because modern armor is more geared towards stopping, like, point yeah. of impact, like, bullets, as opposed to, like, Kevlar does not do great armor. with, like, right. and, and cutting and piercing. Blades, yeah. yeah. So they went both ways. Yeah, there's, like, that Discovery show, what was it, like, Warrior versus Warrior or something, where they take old-timey things and mm-hmm. battle them? That sounds like that show. Mm. Somebody it, saw that and was like, hmm. It made me think of uh, when I was in Japan, like 10 years ago, I was walking through a, uh, a video store and they had these DVDs of like fictional animal encounters. And I think one of them was like a polar bear fighting a shark. <laughs> <laughs> and so I bought it. Of course, I was like, oh, I don't know what this is. It's all in Japanese. Like, I have to watch this. Yeah. And it was like this really crappy computer animated fake encounter of a polar bear and a shark fighting. And it was just like all these different like theoretical animal encounters, mm. which makes me uh, think about that. I imagine the polar bear had a slight edge on land. Yes, so it was like, yeah, it was, and, and that was what they were trying to do is I think they try, they, the encounter happened in the North, the theoretical encounter happened in the North Pole where the polar bear right. could get onto ice. <laughs> There's no ice there anymore now, so the polar bear is screwed. Yeah, um, that and he's got broken dick bones, they, <laughs> if you watch John Oliver. They also <laughs> have... They also have in Japan the beetle fighting thing, oh, but they have games yeah. where you can fight beetles. You like get a plastic beetle, it's like an amoeba, and you like level oh, the beetle. Oh, not a real beetle. No, but they have a TV show that's real beetles that fight each other and they like toss each other off like a, a stump. Well, they're it's not. Awesome. They're also not just beetles. I've also seen like yeah. scorpions. Against yeah, beetles. and I feel really it's bad. It's bug. It's like bug cockfighting. I like. I, I feel. I'm, I'm not. Like pro bug, I'm not yeah. a bug fan. <laughs> I'm not pro bug. Let me be fucking clear. Yeah, all right, bug lover. It seems Fine. cruel to me to like have those, oh, yeah. those two bugs. Like I can't watch that. Really? Well, okay. Here's yeah. the thing. So, you, do you think anything of just if there's a bug in your house, just giving it the old splat? No, because that's like quick and painless. I'm not gonna like. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm not like an emperor in Rome. I'm not like these bugs <laughs> will fight for my amusement. <laughs> so it's only when it becomes gladiatorial, where it's like dance for my amusement. Right. That's a that's problem. Interesting. I squish bugs, but I don't think. Oh, that's quick and painless. I think you've invaded my territory that I've set up in this house. Now you must die. Yeah, but Express your house is set up in their territory. I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> no, once bugs the wall goes go. up, it's mine. No, it's mine now. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. In, in Australia, the. the that you all have crazy bugs here, so I'd be a lot less forgiving of bugs. Uh, yeah, here. <laughs> no way. I'd absolutely. Oh, I read it. I read a thing yesterday that was like, if you give scorpions any amount of alcohol, they go nuts and like sting themselves to death. And I'm not gonna lie, I was like, I should try that sometime. Scor- oh, how do you do it? You have to get like little shot glasses, and it's got given a little sake bomb. Here we go. Yep. I don't know how you, I assume you put it in a puddle of, of alcohol and it tastes it to figure out what it's in. Mm. Give it and like, then just goes, like nuts. goes nuts on itself. Just furious. Give it tequila and a worm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Scorpion's angry drunks. Well, to confirmed. be, after like the, the scorpion prank they pulled on me, I feel like every scorpion's paying for that from now on. I didn't see, they, they tried to pull that on me. Um, they did, and it's an RT Life video if you haven't seen it. Yeah. I didn't see it. It was like right next to my mouse all day for like six hours. And especially they walked in, they were like, there's a scorpion right next to your mouse. I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't even see that. (laughs) (laughs) If it had been a real scorpion, I would have been stung so many times. They uh, they tried to prank, I think it was like they had like eight rubber scorpions. And I was the only person they got. And I got, got twice, one at my desk and one at the coffee machine. It was a horrible day for me. Well, thank you for allowing them life. to make content because that would have been a lot of wasted time. Ever How of sad was the the person that had to watch all the footage from the? No, was Josh like, was really disappointed nobody. because like Gavin found the GoPro first, so he mm-hmm. then he found the scorpion. Like it just didn't go well. To be for fair, him. that was not a good job of hiding the GoPro on Gavin's desk. I mean, he yeah. spotted it. I didn't immediately. notice immediately. Although my area was darker, but then I got then nature got its revenge with the wolf spider that hid in my makeup bag because mm. I was like, oh, live action, and I poked it. And it was like, hello, and I was like, ah. <laughs> oh yeah, the wolf spiders are, are scary. You're not like this. Let's talk about video games. Let's talk more about video games. Uh, so then the other thing I wanted to mention about the division we mentioned uh, the pre-order thing going on um, is that I guess the Brooklyn Brooklyn will not be part of the map at launch, despite the fact that they showed. That was like all the Brooklyn, pre stuff, right. yeah. And they're going to focus on Manhattan uh, initially. Wait, so how much of Brooklyn is built that I, they're like, yeah, we'll abandon this for now, but we're going to come back to it? I don't, I don't know. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking here at the story about it, and I guess um, <clears throat> there was a there was an interview with the Examiner uh, where someone from Ubisoft said they're sticking to Midtown Manhattan because of the one to one recreation of that environment, which should still offer plenty of territory for open world game. And they, so they don't even mention if 
we'll see it necessarily later. They say that they are going to have premium DLC with, quote, major expansions and a season pass, but there's not going to be any Brooklyn at launch. <laughs> and it sounds like not all of Manhattan. It says Midtown Midtown, Manhattan. yeah. Yeah. And the, but they said they're creating a, a one-to-one recreation of that environment, which would still be pretty big. Huge, yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, it's definitely less than... Uh, than, we, than they showed initially. How can I be a good hipster in the division if I don't live in Brooklyn? You got you got to go to Williamsburg. <laughs> <laughs> Colonial Williamsburg. I know I know a great little coffee shop. This is the first time that Brooklyn's ever been considered premium content. I don't know if you've been to Brooklyn recently, but it's all hipsters. Really? Yeah, it's very expensive to live in Brooklyn. Oh no, it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> How or often do you hang out? In the Brooklyn? entirety of my life, I think. <laughs> yeah. You ever been to New York? Yeah, several times. Okay, never went. So, but right. no, no, not Brooklyn. Apparently. Bring it. I went just recently for Bar- the uh, oh, right. Todd Barry King guys right. brought us up. Um, that's true. It's your first time in Australia, though, right? This is my first time in Australia. So you? far, nothing has attacked me. What about yeah, you? Yeah, it's my first time first in Australia. Time? It's uh, it's interesting being here because you know we always talk about like digital distribution for video games, and I'm always like, oh yeah, why would anyone buy physical media? It doesn't make any sense. And then I come here, and the internet's much slower and metered. Like, oh right, I feel I'm, I forget how spoiled I am with the internet connectivity I have back in the States, and then mm. you, you mm-hmm. travel overseas, like, oh, yeah, not everyone has that. Which is interesting, because I feel like I go other places. Well, when I go to England, I feel very fortunate f- to live in the U.S., because the internet in England is the worst internet ever. Mm-hmm. Like, Australia has been markedly better than... Really? Ta- ...than tame in England. Mm-hmm. The worst internet ever. Um, but then when I went to Japan, everything was so fast, I was like, what is going on, America? Why is the internet so much faster Well, that's here? what you always hear, is that ours is one of the slowest... I don't know what the, they're, I'm sure they're, they're milking the stats a little bit. It's like slowest per capita or slowest per population density. It's something. like South Korea, I think, has the fastest internet. I believe internet. so. Yeah. I'm, trying, I'm trying to look it up right now. Um, but what kind, of, what kind of, how fast is your connection at home, uh, Meg? Gigabit. Oh, oh, no, it's not. It's uh, 300, whatever. 300 megabit? Yeah, 300 megabit. You don't know what one makes? of the fiber ranges? No. What about, well, well, never mind. Yeah, yeah, what no. about, <laughs> let's just leave it at that. Yeah, what about you, Ryan? Uh, I think I've got 200. Like I could go to 300. Time Warner's gotten that much out to me, but yeah. thankfully, because yeah. it was real. Well, when I say shitty, it was like 50 for the longest time. But I feel bad saying that here. Uh, yeah, I have uh, I have fiber connection, so I have a gigabit uh-huh. uh, connection at home. And I was actually really annoyed because they came, the company came, and they do the installation. And on wireless, my laptop was only getting like 200 megabits. So I was like, it's kind of bullshit. But wired, you know, everything was fine. Yeah. And then I, you know, went through my router settings, and I realized that. They had just never enabled a five gigahertz network, so uh, uh, okay. I, I wasn't getting the, fa- the fast connection I could. So I enabled it, and then yeah, now it's like six hundred megabit over uh, wireless. Yeah, ours is three hundred for both wired and wireless. It does well. It does really well in the house. Eventually, it'll be gigabit. But not here's now. the thing. So, at what point do you think it, you start to get? Oh, so you've had gigabit access now for a while. How much of that do you actually use? Like, do you really need to download so download something like I need this five minutes instead of ten? Minutes? It's great when you're playing. A lot of video games where you want to download mm-hmm. something really fast. So not every platform is the same. But if I buy something on Steam, it's like super quick. It'll download. If I buy something on my Xbox, it's well, they they throttle it on the Xbox side. I don't yeah. think you can pull gigabit from Xbox uh, or from I, Microsoft. Yeah, when I do, so you can do. There's like a speed test you can do, uh-huh. uh, like via the dashboard, and I can pull you know a couple hundred megabits mm-hmm. uh, on there. But when I pull, do like the speed test on my PS4, they definitely throttle it on that side. Like the the PSN is definitely. Uh, slower, but it's it's still really handy. You know, yeah. anytime I want to I want to play a game, so yeah. I, I use it pretty frequently. Plus, also yeah. it's like if I do that, if if someone else is streaming video or uploading on my network, it doesn't really impact you know my my connectivity. Yeah. Do you think you really are running into that headroom already? Like even at two hundred? Um, probably not. Mm-hmm. But better safe than sorry. I mean, it's the same price. <laughs> like the price I'm paying for a gigabit for gigabit connectivity is probably the same as. Or less than what you're paying for 300. I think I'm paying 60, or for two for 200, I'm paying 60. For my gigabit, I'm paying 70. So, yeah, there's no there's no point not to. Chump. Freaking AT and T. Run some fiber out to my house. Chump. Just move closer to the center of the city. Yeah. Mm, good schools though. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The good. You know what? I'm not the same thing as. I've been I've been um, I've been trying to load the uh, list of countries by internet connection speed here uh, since we mentioned it and it's still, yeah, it's still taking I, it's still forever. So I don't think Australia is near the top of yeah. uh, of that list. To be mm. fair, I, uh, I we probably don't need three hundred three hundred mm. gigs, but uh, gigabit. Uh, but I upload YouTube videos from home, and so does Gavin. Oh, that's really so the upside. Of it, it yeah, will take forever, and he uploads in like four K, so. 
it takes forever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the things I was worried about here is, you know, we're filming the patch, so we're not live. Big spoiler. Um, <laughs> we're filming the patch in Australia. And then I, I worried like, okay, now how, once I get the footage, where am I going to go to upload this so that they can get it back in Austin in time for the stream yeah. uh, on Wednesday. And so if you're seeing this late, it didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if we're not live at 4 yeah, no on clue. Wednesday. Oops. Whoops. <laughs> we tried. Oh, oh look, the list of countries is finally. Um, so yeah, I guess the global average connection speed is 5.1 megabits, and yeah, South Korea is on top with an average connection speed of 20.5 megabits. Uh, where's the U.S.? So one, oh, two, wow. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve. The U.K. is above us. Yeah, 13, well, we're that's a 14. fucking lie. Well, well at least it maybe averages, where I though. was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you were on the middle. Like, I'm not gonna say where, but yeah. Uh, I imagine around most of the population in England lives around the larger population centers, and they probably have so really good internet that. there. Well, to be fair, like well, Tame is a town mm -hmm. where uh, it is a fair. It's like it's not a large town, it's not a city by any yeah. means. Also has shit internet. Hmm. Terrible internet. Uh, Australia is number thirty-one on the list. <laughs> Average connection of seven point eight. Who's megabits. beating them by one place? Who's beating them by one place? Thailand. Thailand. Oh. Eight point two megabits. So yeah, and then who, who are the top five? The top five: uh, South Korea, Sweden. Norway, Switzerland, Hong Kong. Well, Japan's number seven. Yeah, the Netherlands and Japan. Sweden, huh? Yeah, let's go live in the cold parts. Norway. I guess the places they were like, yeah, we don't want to go outside for 75% yeah. of the year. Was, uh... <laughs> let's just stay in and have fast internet. <laughs> yeah, so uh, above the United States on the list is our Romania. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Czech Republic, which I would not picture those as being like... Again, it all averages out, though. Like, you're, when you're talking about that, you got to think somewhere out in Ohio, there's a guy that just can't get more than dial That's up. That's very true. Yeah. There are like houses that don't get any internet. Uh, when I, in a previous job, was working for uh, uh, like telecom companies and we were doing soft, uh, software rollout for a company that was bringing Wi-Fi to like rural areas. They got a government stipend to uh, do a wire, like, like statewide wireless network. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. That's like Kansas City, right? Was the first like wireless city. Like, did you it get, get shut down? Was it? Wait, did it get shut down? Did not? I don't know. Just, every time you hear one of those, Google like, we're going to bring internet to the people. It. And then no, the government's like, like, no. Kansas City, it was like free Wi-Fi for everyone. I'm looking up Kansas City Wi-Fi. I hit enter. Like the telco comms always come in and say, no, no, you can't do that. Can't it's do like that. the Tesla. Yeah. I, I should also preface, I'm using like the free yeah. internet at the location we're at. So it's not mm -hmm. like it's a dedicated connection. I also <laughs> like that you hit it right at 22 minutes. So now I can see exactly how long it takes the page to load. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh, it's still loading. So wait for Google, I think. Um, so yeah, I don't uh, I don't know what it's doing. Anyway, anyway, video games. We'll come back to it. Wi-Fi. We'll, we'll, we'll I have interesting video game stuff to talk oh, about. Oh, yeah. What's up? I can finally talk about XCOM 2. Oh, oh yeah. You weren't yeah. here last week. We uh, didn't miss true. you, but you oh. didn't talk now. <laughs> Well, I can go back. <laughs> what is the release date on XCOM 2? Uh, I'm not 100% sure. It's like a couple weeks off. I think we got it... Uh, a preview copy a couple weeks early. You're going to overload your craft. I know, I'm trying to look that up Slow too, down a little bit, okay? One page at a time. So how was XCOM 2? Uh, I really like it. It's one of those things where whenever you do a sequel, you're kind of scared that they're going to go a different direction that doesn't feel as you know like you remember from the first one. Uh, and they've changed things up a lot, but it's all in ways that makes it feel like a really cool extension of the first one. So, I mean, they had Enemy Within kind of come out, and that was sort of a tweak on things, but it wasn't very... It just loaded. A, oh. minute, a minute 13. Yeah. <laughs> now, was it a, a like, picture-heavy page? or is it's it a Google, it's Google, Google search, search result. Okay. Uh, but no, the, I mean, the, the tweak to it being now you're kind of a mobile base, uh, it's, I can't really talk about the story too much, but... Um, what? You just sound like no matter what you're talking about, you sound really pretentious and you're like, well, I can't say too much yeah. about I can't say story. too much about We got, we got cool Ryan Haywood yeah. here. Oh, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, let me just type up my dick. No, I mean, we all say it all the time, but it's just funny when someone says it. Sorry. <laughs> well, Continue, sorry, please. sorry, I can't reveal to the public. Yeah. Uh, plebs, please. But, uh, no, I mean, if you're a fan of the first so, two, you're really going to like it. So I have a question about that. Yeah. Uh, so I looked it up the uh, release date, February 5th. Mm -hmm. So you said, like, the base is mobile. Is yes. there still a base building element to the game? Yes, there is. So you still have this, it's, it's very similar, actually, base building, other than the fact that uh, because you're a mobile ship, uh, now when you, like, clear zones, you're clearing out stuff that's actually valuable, so you get money back for doing that. Okay. Hmm. So yeah, it's uh, it's like a converted alien ship that is your home base, uh, and you still have to do like power management. You still have to do all that normal stuff. There's even like uh, an equivalent like radio tower type thing. Um, you, as far as I know so far, there's not like a replacement for 
having to have hangars with ships in them, mm -hmm. but you still may have like encounters with UFOs because you're a mobile base, so now they're actually kind of coming after so you. So your whole base is encountering a UFO. Exactly, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, the change in that feels so much like the original, but changes it up enough that you really get the experience of a new game. Uh, and all the, uh, like the, it's, it's weird in some ways as a step back from Enemy Within because you don't really have like the mechs, uh, at least right off the bat. Um, they are, you do encounter some. Um, but uh, so far I've really liked everything. Yeah, they still have a research trees and, and all the you know, dissections, interrogations, all that stuff. So uh, obviously, you know, we talked about this when they announced the game XCOM 2 is uh, only on PCs. No console versions mm -hmm. have been announced yet. Is there? Do you know? Is there controller support for the game, or is it just keyboard and mouse? I tried it, and it, uh, but just I haven't delved into the the options. I just had one plugged in, and it did not immediately respond to that. But I'm not mm. sure. Um, that was, I mean, Enemy uh, Unknown when it first came out also didn't really have like a console path, so. Do you play mouse and keyboard on most of your PC games, or would you say you predominantly play with the controller? It depends on the game. Like, I'll go back and forth on what works better. So uh, it wasn't a big, like, put-out that you had to go nah. mouse and keyboard? I mean, RTS or tactical-type games, I usually would go for keyboard anyway. Mm -hmm. um, but I, the, then the reason I ask is, like, mm -hmm. uh, Enemy Unknown and Enemy Within both had console ports, so I played both of those with yeah. controllers. And if I have to play this one on a PC, mm -hmm. I'd rather do it via Steam Link on my TV with a controller so I don't get... Butt problems. That's yeah. a good question. Yeah, I didn't really. Uh, so you don't get butt problems. You can put your computer somewhere that's I know. not on the floor. Also, the Steam Link will work with a wireless keyboard, won't it? Yeah, but I don't have a wireless keyboard. Yeah, and I've also leaning like, like twelve dollars. So annoying. You like just anybody sit back like this. Nobody's got a keyboard on their lap that balances properly. That's the one good thing. Do you remember uh, the Phantom? Like that old console from that got announced but never came out mm -hmm. back in like two thousand or two thousand one. It was by that bullshit company Infinium Labs. Mm -mm. Uh, they went to E3 like they had a console and uh, anyway it was it ended up all being bullshit it never came out but the one thing they made that they actually did sell for a little while was this really and it was supposed to be for their console was like a keyboard a wireless keyboard and mouse that you use on your lap since it was supposed to be like a console mm -hmm. you plugged in that played PC games how does it work uh, I don't remember it's did been it like, like contoured so it had to come out I, I remember it being comfortable and thinking okay like that's a product huh. I can see myself using but I think that that particular piece of hardware was ahead of its time because it really wasn't a That's good interface for the television. The only thing I can think the way you make it work is like, remember the lap boards that had like beanie baby beans in them? Uh -huh. So like the bottom was all squishy, putting it on that. But I've never once had a comfortable mouse and keyboard get, experience. On get the like uh, one of those tray tables for food. I guess, like a, but yeah. then it's up here. Like a TV tray? Yeah, yeah. A TV tray. I'm sure, they've, I'm sure someone has solved this no, problem. No, I'm sure a lot of people play it on their couch, but it's still. I mean, in for XCOM, you can pretty much just do it with a mouse, too. Like, you don't even need the keyboard. So oh, you can just sit there on the cushion. So mm -hmm. I guess, yeah, they have not, Firaxis has not announced any gamepad support for XCOM 2. Mm. Uh, yep, so yeah, there's no, no gamepad. Get, yeah, there is. XCOM 2 won't support gamepads at launch. At launch. So and maybe at some point down the road yeah, they'll, they'll add it. So you know that at that point, they're going to port it to console. Oh, you think yeah, right. Yeah, it's like, well, we don't need the controller support. They're going to need it eventually, and then they'll just... I haven't seen any reason in anything in this game in particular that would prevent it from going to console. Well, and that's the thing we talked about when they announced it, was they said that their reasoning was they wanted to make the game look as good as it possibly could, and in all the pre-render, or all the trailers and the marketing materials I saw, it's like, it doesn't look that much better than what they were already doing on console, so I didn't understand. It does look... It does look better. I mean, but that's you know, anytime you have a sequel, it's like it just looks more modern. Like there's more of the the effects that are whatever the. Got some hair works in there. Hmm? No, nah, I don't Anybody think so. Anybody got some flowing hair? You do have some. I mean, there's hair. No. Like you get up Let's close. Let's just see how much of the story we can get out of him by asking him questions that don't see relevant to the story. <laughs> <laughs> Who has hair? Characters. And, and, and when and when did they die in the yeah. story? How Were you surprised to see them in this game? He just clams up. <laughs> There's totally like a, a Gavin move. He just yep. like shut up. He nah. does his plank and goes into like his board position. Did actually, you cross the, your eyes too? Uh, did I? <laughs> Look like you crossed your eyes. Uh, actually, the preview copy doesn't go all the way in, so I don't even know the ending yet. Ah. Oh. So you played to the end. How far did it go? No, I just said I couldn't. Right, but I'm saying how far did it go? Yeah, what uh, was the last part of the story? Yeah. 
Well, that's, I mean, XCOM isn't really story dependent, really. Don't that's, laugh. Don't give it away. No, I have nothing to give away. Like, I honestly have. It's, How many hours you just, did you, you You started your talk about XCOM 2 by saying that you couldn't talk about it. Look, yeah. and then the talking points are like, don't talk about, about it. Don't talk about it. Don't sound really it's yeah. like two I can't scenes, talk really. too much about the story because I don't actually know what happens. I, know I really can't say it's too much. It's because I'm completely ignorant. But if I say it this way, it makes it sound like I'm not. How long did you play? I think. I have maybe, probably about 10 hours in it. Mm. Um, I mean, it's one of those things where with XCOM you can always just ignore like, hey, you should do this. This is the way that advances the story. And you're like, ah, but I could just run around for a little bit longer. Ah, so you think that there was less of 10 hours of story in the copy that you were given? Significantly. Mm. Well, no, I mean, I didn't pursue that chain for a while. So I, I continued to run around and do other things and develop technologies. I think the preview copy was was locked to once you developed a certain thing. Um, Interesting. Then it, it shut you down. Uh, but no, I mean, uh, it's got a bunch of different types of encounters too, which is pretty cool. I will say there's one thing that's really kind of sad about it because uh, if you remember from the ori original XCOMs, well, not original, the Enemy Unknown, there was the missions where you have to like go save everybody yeah. and, and you know save civilians. Well, they still have a mission like that, but every time one of those people dies, they have a name, and it tells you. Mm. It's like, Lawrence Gooseman just died. Oh. Does it give you a backstory? Lawrence Gooseman will not be having dinner with his three children tonight <laughs> because he's dead. They took a because step in that direction you. by giving him a name. Like, I do feel much worse about it now when it's like, oh, an actual named person. Ha. Oh, my God. Take that audio, it. sorry. Right. The best I, please close up, because his eyes did cross that time when he was like. <laughs> Look, you warned me that the bugs here were dangerous. I'm just eliminating any yeah, one of them he's I helping see. Us. But you can give your party members names, so it's like. You can. Michael we did died. a great let's play. Yeah. Uh, we were really worried about how that was going to work out, but we did a like a let's watch style thing where I just gave everyone in my team the names of the people in the room. And uh, it really worked out way better than we could have thought it would. I'm afraid to do another one because it worked out so well. Is it? Is it out yet? Yes, it's out. Okay, so the interesting thing is the way that you just said it went, which was like, oh man, it worked out so well and everybody had a great time. But when Michael told me about it, he was like, we played XCOM and Ryan was like, you can pick where you go. And then I'd be like, I want to go there. And Ryan was like, nah, you're not going there. And Ryan totally railroaded everybody. I Let's did not. Play. I let them do what they wanted. Like, I offered suggestions, which it's just funny because I'm getting a lot of like, right. a lot of pushback on like how badly I played. You know, like, oh, Ryan, you know, it just doesn't know how to play XCOM very well. I was like, well, I was trying to keep it so Social. Like, I wanted things to kind of happen as they were going to happen. Interesting. Michael is too touchy about that. Come on. I let him do whatever he wanted to do. Interesting. Somebody should review the tape. See how, Look, how he, often you're like, He never uh, played the game. You had, I had to explain to him a little bit, like, what, you know, cover and Overwatch and all that kind of thing. Yeah. I was just being helpful. It was just funny to me. Uh, here, let me, I, 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 I need to do an ad read. Oh, please. So, uh, I want to remind everyone, this episode of The Patch is brought to you by Squarespace. Thanks to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of The Patch. Start building your website today at squarespace.com. Enter offer code PATCH at checkout to get 10% off. Uh, with Squarespace, you can build sites that look professionally designed regardless of your skill level with no coding required. They offer intuitive, easy-to-use tools to help you along the way, and you get a free domain name if you sign up for a year. Start your free trial site today at squarespace.com. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure you use offer code PATCH to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, build it beautiful. The copy has an error. It says built it beautiful. But I said it right. The way to call it out. Um, so yeah, go uh, sign up for a website. Make a website. Remember that time Why Gus not? called the ad reads stupid? What? Stupid. I said stupid. <laughs> I do not recall this. Yeah. Gus was like, oh, someone was dumb. They don't know how to say build. <laughs> this water expires in October. Huh. Well, that's been really interesting facts with Ryan Haywood. What does, what does it become after October? So uh, I found it, and uh, we'll put this in the, oh, the, cool. the patch notes, the, the phantom lap board. Oh, does it fit in that thing? Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, and, and it kind of pivots, so you can put it to the side if you need like a little surface for the mouse as well. That's oh. really cool. Yeah, it was, a, it was a cool idea. They had a black one and a white one. And if I recall, you could also pivot the keyboard up so you could use the mouse under it if you wanted to. Oh. So it's like the keyboard would be at a slight angle like this, and you had like a little surface under it for the mouse. <laughs> Look very suggestive when you're yeah. <laughs> just. So see, your complaints are completely invalid. No, I think that's cool. That's a it's a great invention. Uh, yeah, they, I, they don't sell it anymore because it was a scam. Well, I, I think that yeah, they just the the console never came out, and I'm looking. Yeah, that's what it looked like. The the console was at E3 in 2004. The Phantom. Uh, and it was just it was canceled. Uh, the release was promised to come out November 2004, 
uh, but it never actually came out. So was it supposed to be It had an online release with basic hardware specifications and a price of below three ninety nine. Yeah, that's as far Ooh. as they got. Yeah, it was going to be like a like an on-demand uh, gaming service where I think you paid like a monthly fee and then you just streamed the games to uh, it. Oh, uh, so like a Gamefly box. Right, or like, what was, the, was it OnLive? Or what was the name of that service? There was a service that did something similar yeah. for a while. Like this was that, but obviously way ahead of its time. Like this was supposed to be in 2004. There's no way. Do you think the people who did The Phantom now are like, son of a bitch. Yeah. We were innovators, man. <laughs> well, yeah, but the, you have to, in order to be an innovator, you have to ship something. To be I fair. Yeah, I don't think that... It ever it ever came oh, out. Come on, it just counts that you had the idea. Yeah, I, I feel and the mouse and keyboard. I had uh, so I went to E3 that year in 2004, and I saw it, and I got to play with it, and I had uh, a Phantom shirt uh, <laughs> that I wore for a long time, and uh, like it was like the, yeah, look at me, it's cool. They're like they're like wearing it like ironically, like yeah, yeah this never came out. R.I.P. Just yeah. like write it right above it. And I think if I recall, it was a weird logo. It looked like. It looked kind of like the Shovel Knight head, like, like a knight's oh. uh, helmet, and it had like a couple of horns, and then under it it said, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> now it's even funnier. Yeah, now it's, it's actually it's part funny. of an ARG nobody ever figured out. Ooh. Valve's ARG. I'm, I'm, what else we have? I'm over ARGs. Oh, interesting. Really? For, uh, for video games, yeah. I'm over like, oh, we're so cheeky, we'll start an ARG that's not even a real ARG, and then you get the red herring badge, and it's like, funny, Valve. But some people are really into ARGs. Yeah, I feel like too often... They're they're too complicated. Like they they appeal to a very core set of people who yes. get really enthusiastic about it. But for the most part, people don't care. It's like it's true. Whatever. There was a guy. Um, I also don't like ARGs. I, I guess it's like a weird feeling. Like you feel like they're cashing in on the ARG. Like there was a guy a couple years ago who was going to write a book that was an ARG, and he was like, "It's going to be a trilogy, and you got to do all this stuff with the book, and then someone's going to win a bunch of money at the end if they solve my ARG." And it was like. Yeah, but you can't, like, I'm trying to Google it. I'm not just, like, typing and texting yeah. somebody. Um, you can't do that. I feel like you can't start from the get-go. Like, this isn't Ready Player One. You mm -hmm. can't be like, I'm setting it up. Someone's going to win some money. You think announcing an ARG makes it worse? Like, and you, it's better for them to discover it on their own? or? Yeah, I kind of like when it's, like, cheeky. Like, somebody discovers something and was like, what is, what is this? Why, like, what am I doing here? Yeah, so uh, we didn't, we never, I don't think we ever really talked about that, what Valve did with the winner's sale. And I don't fully understand so they hid references to like Half-Life 3 in the winter sale or what was going on with that? They did, um, I know it was like you had to have a password for certain video game pages. So like Hitman was one of the video game pages where if you took a string of numbers that were from a comic and put it in the password prompt in Hitman, it unlocked, um, it sent you to a different video game page, mm. which was really weird. And so there was a whole, there was literally a Reddit called reddit.com slash r slash steam sale detectives that was like wow, dedicated just, fast. just to finding hints for this ARG. I'm trying to load it. <laughs> we'll see if we get there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I feel like too often it's just a lot of wasted effort for, for something that doesn't pay off that well. It just makes me think of a Christmas story, like drink your Ovaltine. You know, you, oh yeah, you that's, all... that's exactly, like, that's exactly Wait, what, what Valve did. You never seen a Christmas story? The movie? He gets a decoder ring for a radio show, and oh. he gets like they like they give out a special secret message at the end of the radio show, and he's like feverishly like trying to decode the message, and at the end, like the secret message was drink your Ovaltine. He's like, oh. it's like oh, like yeah, you waste all that effort just to receive a marketing message, or uh -huh. just to receive yes. like yeah. So that, that that's the aspect I'm over. So what can you think of an example of a good ARG? A good ARG. I love bees. You think that was, I think Lion of Beast was too complicated. Interesting. That was the old Halo 2. Yeah, yeah, and then they got to play the game early, um, the people who solved it. But I thought it was really interesting, but there were people, there were elements where it was like you would answer a payphone, they would do coordinates, and then they would give you a time that you'd have to like decode, and then you would go to the payphone, and then you could talk to an actor who was part of the ARG, mm -hmm. and they would like answer questions. But it started out with this website that was about bees that looked like it had like a, a coding error. But mm -hmm. then when you went, you figured it out, it was like all related to Halo. Um, it was really, really cool. But then there were people that were like, somebody answered a payphone in a hurricane, and like there were other, like it was like in the middle of a desert. Like people did all sorts of really crazy things to get to solve the ARG. I think it was really neat. I'm kind of biased. Um, a friend of mine who lives in LA was one of the actresses that played oh. a part in it. But I just think I love ARGs like that, where there's actually a payoff, mm -hmm. and then those people got to play Halo early. So, so a, a beneficial payoff, one that's not yeah. just a marketing message. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Okay, I can see that. I can agree with that. I just can't think of one that I think 
really did it effectively. It's true. And there are so many that try nowadays and then never go anywhere. Like, I always say ingress is, like, one that oh, people yeah. are, like, so all about. I felt like I jumped on the ingress train right at the very beginning, and there was already too much information mm -hmm. for me to, like, possibly understand what was going on. And ingress is, like, the augmented reality game yeah. you play via your phone, where it's, like, right. you see a map of areas around you that have, like, power-ups and stuff you go to and it's like two sides yeah know, there's, you're one you're assigned a faction and so then like you can see near you like one faction will have control of the space so then if it's not your faction you go there and uh -huh. like your being there converts it to your side but when i started i had an iphone and you could only play with an android phone yeah and so it was just like a huge way to like kill your audience right uh -huh. off the bat is to only have and make it Android only. Well, the um, the people who developed Ingress, I forget. Uh, it was Niantic. Niantic. Whoa, 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 whoa! Kill your audience by making it Android only. Androids are most of the. Well, I'm just saying, if you want market. people to jump in into ARG, most, most then of the you're going to want globally. Yeah, I think in the U.S. it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> and also, if you want people to play your ARG, make sure they can play it on whatever device they have. Uh, well, they get around to it. At the time, Niantic was owned by Google. Yes. I think subsequently yes. they've been spun off. Uh, and now you can play it with a, an iPhone as well. Yes. But Niantic is doing something else, right? They're doing. They just announced they're doing something. And it was like formally Google's Niantic. Oh man, they announced some project. I'll Google it. Well, while you're looking that up, I want to talk about Ingress a bit. So I went, you know, every year. I mean, I'm going in a couple of weeks, but every year I go to the Dice Summit in Vegas. Mm. And um, like two years ago, there was a demo and a, a presentation about Niantic about um, uh, Ingress. And then, like at the very end of the demo, like oh yeah, yeah an actress came guy. out. It's like, wait, you're not telling the truth. And she's like, she comes up like in character, oh. it's like representing the other side of the fact. She's like, you to, for all the information, you need to tell the people. And like, she tried to organize like a a meetup for her faction, and it was it was just like kind of cringy. It goes yeah. back to that ARG, like. Yeah, it's cringe. Yeah. Well, the, the um, Ingress had like a YouTube page where you could follow some girl who was like, I'm trying to figure out this mystery, and I was like, it's like Marble Hornets, but. Like shittier. Like Marble Hornets is actually interesting, and this girl's YouTube channel was awful. But they're doing Pokemon Go, is what they're doing now. Oh, is that the the mobile version? Yeah. Pokemon? Well, no, it's the um, it's the one where you can find them in real life. Mobile, oh, there, oh, there's so many mobile. Yeah. That, that, that sounded really stupid. Yeah, the ARG <laughs> yeah. where you can find uh, Pokemon in real life, where I will actually go and find Pokemon. I mean, in do, my you, life. do you think maybe it's just you're getting a, like older and cynical? And it's like you're just not willing to commit to like the suspension of disbelief required to really. Get into those I things. I just can't deal with cringe at all. Yeah, like, I I'm really. Well, it's only cringy if cringe. you don't buy into it. No, I think there's just cringe. It was for just everybody. cringy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah. So anyway, I, it, it, I, I like the idea of ingress. It's just I'd like the same. I had the same problem you did, where it wasn't available on iPhone initially, and I feel like it had gotten so far along. People yeah. were really into it by the time there was an iPhone version. It was like, well, there's. And it's like you had to watch all these different YouTube videos and then see this thing and then another thing. But there was that ARG, oh man, I'll look it up too, because this one, I, I made a reference to it in a in a no video, and people were like, oh shit, is she involved in it? No, I just thought it was cool. It was, um, oh gosh, it's an ARG, and it's like X1, you guys know what I'm talking about? It's a guy who's wearing like the, he's wearing a mask, and um, it's like a, a, a plague doctor mask, and all these different like weird messages show up in his YouTube video. Mm -hmm. He delivered a video to, or like a, it was like a thumb drive, to um, a website, and th this video was on it. And it was filled with all these different messages that people ended up decoding, and they couldn't figure out what was going on. It was like, they did like the spectrograph thing of the audio files to find pictures. Weird. It wow. was amazing. Who it goes through out, this and figures this out? It turned out to be, it was like a huge thing people got all into, and then it turned out to just be some artist that was like doing, seeing if people would get interested in his project, but it was like, I love Was there something like really that. lame at the end, like, hey guys, yeah. thank you. Drink your Ovaltine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey guys, drink your Ovaltine. I'll figure out what it is. Hold on. Um, so we haven't, you know, while, while you're looking that up, I'm going to talk yeah. at you. You haven't been on since uh, we announced that Zumbinis is the new game club oh, game. Yes. Zumbinis. So I have not I have not downloaded it yet. but it, So good. Maybe it's, it's something I should download and play on the plane. Is that uh, a good plane game? Back. I don't know. Oh, it is. It. it is. It's yeah. good. And it's really, it's actually, you'll finish it with time to spare on the plane. It's not long. So we, Ryan and I were talking about games to play on a flight because the flight from you know L.A. to Sydney is about 15 hours long, and we were trying to figure out what good games to play during that that trip was. And you said you downloaded several for, yeah, for the flight. Yeah, I, I picked up all three of the uh, the Shadowrun games. The Shadowrun I already had Shadowrun Returns, but I got Dragonfall and uh, Hong Kong. Haven't played any of those yet. I play, I'm like a little bit into Returns, and then I started playing in the airport. I picked up the Telltale Back to the Future mm. series because I figured, yeah, anything point and click is pretty easy for planes. Mm -hmm. 
uh, I didn't want anything there I'd have to interact too much. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you pick up anything? Uh, no, I didn't. I mainly watched movies. But I, and then after we talked about that, I mentioned that Tharsis would be a great That's game. That's right. And I finally beat Tharsis on normal difficulty. That game is really frustratingly hard. And the, the thing that I don't like is I, I, I tweeted that Tharsis was a difficult game. Uh -huh. And then I get all the replies like, oh, I beat it on my first yeah, try. Yeah. Oh, I beat it yeah. on my second try. So apparently everyone in the world is better at that I game. Everybody's super good. Yeah, they never misspell tweets or anything. Right. Uh, but it's, it's a really good game. Now I want to go back and try to finish it on, on the hard difficulty. So uh, as compared, what platform is it on? Is it just PC or PC is it? PC and PS4, I believe. So it doesn't have like a mobile version? No, not as far as I know. Would it work for mobile? I mean, you, you kind of compare Probably it sort of FTL. Probably not. Um, like, I, I, I normally play it on, you know, I have a gaming laptop. Mm -hmm. I normally play it on that. I tried playing it on this MacBook Air, and it did not look good. So it's more graphically intense. Though. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's graphically intensive, but, like, the overview of the ship just wouldn't load. It was just, like, a bright light. Um, and it's, and it's, I'm sure the game's fine. It's this. This is not... Uh -huh. A machine built for gaming. It's got like shitty integrated graphics. Yeah, it's a Mac. It's a piece of shit. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, so I cannot play it on this. I have to play it on uh, my laptop, on my other laptop. Uh, so the viral video is called one one B X one three seven one. Catchy. And that's yeah. what the, the. Why? How could you not remember that? Yeah, yeah. of course. Uh, it came to light in October of last year, and it was sent to a website called Gadget ZZ, which is a Swedish blog. Oh yeah, we all know Gadget ZZ. Yeah, yeah. who doesn't know? Um, and apparently, people figured out it was a DVD that was sent to them, um, and people figured out all the different things with it and figure out who the guy was behind it. But. Um, he basically said he went to a convention where people gave him lots of business cards and then he just picked out one person's business card and it happened to be Gadgets Easy. And that's who he sent it to. Mm. To see if he could get it like picked up. It was really very, very cool. Now I wonder I if love I, stuff like that. So, like I came back to my car one time and just found like a DVD under the wiper. And uh, so I took it to work to plug it in, of course, because I'm not gonna do that at home. Yeah, of course. Uh, and it was just like this weird recruitment video for like some kind of cult. Oh. Did wait, you join? Where? How was the cult? Yeah. I did not. Did you, I, wait, where were you parked? Was it only your car? I, I, don't, I didn't really look around to see if anybody else had one. But where were you parked? I don't even remember. Interesting. Yeah, it was... Porn a, store. <laughs> <laughs> Massage parlor. Oh, wink. Mm -hmm. But now I kind of wonder if I had, shouldn't have put more, invested more time yeah, in there. Yeah, it was like Maybe some was artist that really like put in like an ARG like level of quality <laughs> and you were just like, yeah, that's just shit Trash. and threw it away. You know, back when uh, CDRs or like C, uh, CDR drives were super expensive and uh, I don't know, just like really hard to get. Uh, one time Jeff and I went in half seats. We bought this 8X Plex store uh, CD burner and we got it and we we're like, oh sweet, we'll be able to burn CDs now. And we opened it up, installed it into our PC, booted up. You know, went to go put in a CDR, we ejected it, and it was like, there was a burned copy of the best of Todd Rundgren in the drive. <laughs> we're like, the fuck is this? Like, this is supposed to be a brand new, a brand new drive. We were so pissed that's off about it. That's what they test it. it with. The best of yeah. the burned, the best, and a free best of Todd Rundgren. Yeah, that's in there. Bootleg for you. You were like the original version of the people now that get like the video from China on their phone or whatever. Oh, you I've seen those where they have like the, the video, like a shot from inside the factory. That happened to us. Have I ever shown you the one I have? Uh -uh. We, years ago, when we were still in the Congress studio, when Monty first started, he had requested a laptop, and so I built this, uh, this I, I didn't build it, but I had ordered a custom laptop for him, and when we got it, like I was setting it up for him, I opened it up and I was like, oh, that's weird, there's no setup, it just, like I turned it on and it went straight to the desktop, and I was like, oh, and there's stuff on here, and I looked and it was like, one of them was a video, so I guess that was the laptop they had pulled off of the assembly line, and they had done uh, testing on, and one of the tests was to record video, and they had left it recording for like 10 minutes. But they didn't like factory reset it? They're that supposed was like, to, but they didn't. That's like when people get like the notes in their thing, it's like, the conditions are so horrible here, please help us. That's what that video was, and you didn't help anyone. No one, no one like looked at it or talked to it, like it just sat ah. there, and it was just, so it was just like filming the production line. They started and, the camera too late. They'd already <laughs> dragged the person away. Maybe. I'm, I'm trying to see if I can find it. Uh, yeah, if I can find it, we'll put it, it up. I, I did. Um, I'll see if I, if I can find it. I, I think I uploaded it to Vimeo. I'll have to see if I can figure out. Because it was years ago. It was a long yeah. time ago. Mm -hmm. But at one point in the background, there's almost like an I Love Lucy type moment where like this woman kind of messes up and then like the, the line starts backing <laughs> up. Oh, no! And there's, like, they're like scrambling around like trying to move laptops around. <laughs> Putting chocolates in her hat. It's crazy. Because <laughs> it's just an assembly line. And like I guess like it gets in front of someone. They do something to it. And it just, keep, it just continues uh, moving around. Uh, or moving he down the line. He saw someone's like worst day. <laughs> yeah. 
but uh, it was it was crazy. And there's like this voice I recall that just like keeps saying something in Chinese. That would, uh, it's like help me, please get me out of this. No, it was factory. like an automated voice. It sounded like a robot. It must have been like a. Work faster. I wonder if that was why they didn't go back and factory reset it. I wonder if you witnessed like an event that just took down the whole the factory. Like, <laughs> yeah. ah! Someone just slapped it closed and tossed it on the pile. Yeah, and it had uh, that laptop had other stuff on it. It had like um, what looked like a pirated version of 3D Mark. Like they had like some software on, I guess, for yeah. testing with like a, a text document filled with serial numbers. Wow. Yeah, Weird. Oh, you just got codes to every uh, piece of software they have on yeah. there. Yeah, pretty much. Every piece of software that they use when they're uh, testing out videos or testing out uh, laptops. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that stuff's, that stuff's really interesting to me because it's like you think that the electronics you buy, you know, are assembled by machines and you realize, no, there's a lot of like humans and hand. like yeah, hand, hand, hand work. I don't know what do you say. Well, there's a lot of handling, manual like labor. manual labor. Right, manual labor. Goes, yeah, I remember getting my iPhone. I think it was my iPhone five, and it had fingerprints all over the screen when I got it. And I remember being like, like super mad because you want to be the first one to like molest your technology. We'll talk about the highbrow talk. What's that? What, is, what do you call it when you work with your hands? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> what is that? Mm, I don't know. Manual labor. Shovels and hoes. <laughs> <laughs> the underlings is what I call them. I got in trouble, or in trouble, like I got teased recently for saying manual stairs. But then I realized, I was watching speedruns on the way mm -hmm. over. Um, I love speedrunning, and AGDQ just wrapped up, and so I've downloaded all the ones I missed. And I realized that in Zelda speedrunning, I, I love A Link to the Past, and uh, they use, there are stairs that are automated, and there are manual stairs. So, like, I was in high heels in Vegas, and I was like, and Dan was like, let's go this way. And we just gotten off an escalator, and I was like, ugh, manual stairs. And Dan <laughs> never let me live down manual stairs. And I was like, I don't know why I called him that. So weird. On the plane to Australia, I was like yeah. listening to Andy talk about his link to the past. And he's like, yeah, we're going to try these manual stairs. And I was like, oh, it's Andy's fault. Andy made me say manual stairs. I wish you didn't I, call him analog. That's true. I would have I given you shit, too. Right? In Dan's yeah. defense, I'd be like, manual stairs. Manual stairs. What's wrong with you? Sorry, these aren't the <laughs> digital stairs you're looking for. Yeah. Who wants to fight gravity? <laughs> It's so tedious. What are we, peasants? Uh, what are we doing manual labor here? <laughs> so, um, going back to video games for a second. Yes. So for a Mid second. Metal Gear Online on the PC officially launched. So, like, they went into open beta for, like, a week. People broke it, figured out how yeah. to get stuff, you know, circumvent the microtransactions. Mm -hmm. They shut it down, and now they just launched it. That seems like a really quick turnaround. Right. It seems like almost like the open beta was like, we think that people can crack it. Let's see if they figure it out. Oh, shit, uh. they figured it out. Like, or do you think it was kind of publicity? Like, ooh, everyone's kind of over Metal Gear at this point. Kojima's moved on. There's no like <laughs> really like news making headlines. What if we just made it like we've left this loophole in that we know exists? People crack it. They know immediately because they've already knew what the loophole was, how to close it, and launch it immediately to piggyback off the well, success of the headline. Hole. Is it that deep though? It's Is pretty it? deep. Yeah. Made a lot of headlines. Got a coverage. I can tell you that I absolutely would not have covered, like, hey guys, Metal Gear Solid 5's PC beta. Is though. that the attention you want? Like, oh, look, it's broken. Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's like, look launched. how fast yeah. they, they fixed it. It was A, a beta, which people are willing to forgive, and B, they fixed it and immediately launched it. I think, like, ooh, that's pretty quick. That's ah, exciting. That's just somebody forgot to check in some code. The no, don't I, break I, it code. I'm, I'm interested in, in what you. you're saying. I, I buy Thank it. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah? yeah? Interesting. You're buying this? I'm, I'm a little conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Minded, yeah, so I could, I could believe it. I think it. so. We've already been talking about viral videos and everything else. Uh -huh. ARGs. Did you play much? Did you play much Metal Gear Online? No, not played a little bit. We did a couple of Let's Plays, and that was about it. Yeah. Um, it was really fun the parts that we played, but I was just kind of done with Metal Gear by the time that that was around. Mm -hmm. There was too much other stuff to play. See, see, you're proving this my didn't point. bring me back to it. You're proving my but it made point. You think but if about you were it. home, yep, no. it's in your brain. I didn't think about it at all. You Green thought about space. Metal Gear. I haven't had a second thought. You haven't thought about any of Quiet? Mm? I think about nothing. You don't think about Quiet every day? She was hella cute, She though. rolls around <laughs> in a she puddle. She was hella cute. Yeah. He's trying to be so 2000s. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm a Harajuku girl. She's hella cute. <laughs> I, 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 she was wearing like a bikini top. I think that's like different than hella cute. All right, Dad, you What's look real good? cute in it, your bikini well, top. It's not like she had the big like eye contacts Quiet. or anything. She could have used a jacket, okay? When you're at the beach, you get this. 
<laughs> she didn't have nearly enough sunscreen on. I was really worried about her. Especially collection. when she becomes translucent. I, I mean, that's know. just direct access to Can your we internal just, organs. Every time we talk about Metal Gear, just play the clip of her rolling around in the puddle for no reason because it's so glorious. Well, that was your favorite part, right? Because yeah, you didn't absolutely. know it had any context. You I was just doing a Metal Gear story and I was like, this has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. Fuck yeah, I'm going to use it. It's just her like, <laughs> I thought it was like a dream sequence. She was into nature, okay? She, she was rubbing herself water. on concrete. Well, that was just the puddles. way she drinks. Oh, no, no seriously, is <laughs> yeah, she just absorbs stuff through her skin. She doesn't. That's why she's naked. Why all does the she time. have a mouth? She was originally a human person. Yeah, they never fully explain okay. this. I mean, it's like part of like the Metal Gear lore. You yeah. just have to accept. That's why when they try to put clothes on her, she reacts very violently. She's mad because she needs because sun. She's it, like solar power. It suffocates her. Yeah. Wait, okay, wait. Let me just ask some questions yeah. about this here. Because most of her legs totally are covered. Reasonable. There's like fishnets going on. Ah, she's got a bikini right bottom. But th th how does that add so much more than this? Look, like, the sun can get through. You can still see her legs. It's and just like sunglasses. Why isn't she just naked? Wow. Or in just a bikini. She's got like other stuff going on. I mean, she has to carry her bullets too. Yeah. Yeah, well. Let's be practical, Meg. And to be fair, it wasn't a Kojima who was like, I was thinking about cosplayers when I made yeah. Quiet. So. All right, that's a, little, that's a little creepy there, Kojima. Yeah, no. He was I was thinking, like, what would I like to see a woman in? Yeah. And almost nothing was at the top of the Own list. Oh, Kojima, like, as a cosplayer, I'm like, fuck yeah, you want to see a girl in that? I'll put that on. Nothing Good was at the you. top of the list. Yeah. But then I remembered the yeah. game wouldn't be get, get rated, so. Yeah, I couldn't sell nothing. that. Did uh, you guys hear about the Dead or Alive Extreme 3? I heard you were mad about it. I was. Oh, yeah, we did that story yeah. together, and I was like, this is the most bullshit response <laughs> I've ever heard. Where they're not going to release they're it They're not going to release it here in the U.S., and they said on their Facebook page, have you seen how games are treated in the treatment of women? It is very difficult for us, and we have thought long and hard and decided not to release in the United States because of feminism. And it's like, nah, bitch, it's dead or alive. I don't yeah. think anybody's going out there expecting it to be like a lesson in feminism. It was very strange that they're like, uh, yeah, we just you know, we don't want to have to deal with the feminists. Yeah, so we're it's not, not like we're not going to tone the game back. Or not like we're going to stand by our art and be right. proud of our art. Like if other if it pisses other people off, whatever. There yeah, are was, feminists was, in was, Japan it, too. It was just, it was a really weird reaction yeah. response. Yeah, and part. it was like weird because it was like a Facebook post reply, and then their Twitter was like, "We stand by this statement," and that was it. Like it was so weird. It's like yeah, what we said. Yeah. But like, that's the thing, you're gonna make a game where girls play pool games and dance around and do the hula hoop in their bikinis, own it. It's Say like, the... yeah, you don't like it? Suck it, that's our game. Like I would respect that a thousand times more than like, yeah, we're not releasing it in the mm -hmm. US. Do you think maybe they just didn't want to bother with like the manufacturing? Do you think maybe the sales wouldn't have been that great? I think so. Let's talk about another conspiracy theory here, because yeah. I think the sales wouldn't have been so great, but now people are like, oh shit, now yeah, I have to import it because yeah. I can't get it. And then you can sell it twice. You sell someone yeah. an import copy, then you announce it's available in the region, then you sell them another like localized copy. We'll see if in a year's time it's out. It's kind of like Nikolatsume, when yeah. they only had like, the <laughs> Japanese version, then they patched it to include English as well. Yep. Same thing. I've got it. I want to do a let's play in that game. That's just I like checking on a cat and then like putting your phone down for 20 minutes and then checking on a cat and then putting your phone down for 20 minutes. It's <laughs> funny because mine are always like checking. The food is gone. I see no cats. Okay. And put it down and check. Oh, the food is gone, but I see no cats and put it down and check. Okay, food is gone. There's no cat. Like I just get a list of the cats that have visited that I've somehow missed what every single time. Neko, that's me. It's uh, like a cat collector simulator yeah. basically. I think I only have three cats to go. I'm almost done. Oh, interesting. You, uh, yeah, you leave out food and treats and toys and stuff, and cats come and play with them. You don't get to play with the cats. No. You just look at them. Yeah. And then you put food in the bowl. Yeah. <laughs> it's have like you not heard of this game? It's like having no. a real cat. Here, I'll bring it up. I've got it on my phone. And the great thing about this game, was, so, I mean, it's, it's, a it's, great it's, thing? it's really shitty, but the great thing Whoa. is that you don't need internet connectivity, so you, if, when you're on a plane, you can just check on your cats. So I oh, checked yeah. on my cats a lot during the flight down here. It's meow loading. <laughs> oh. See, I have my toy over so there. So it's not even like a semi-realistic. It's just like they're just like little cartoons. Four gifts cats. await me. Uh, and then you just have to give them to the cats. Yeah. So then the cats bring you after they eat the food. They give you like silverfish or goldfish, and then that's the currency you use to pay for more food or for toys for them. Yeah. So what happens if you do a bad job of feeding the cats? Do you they run give out you, of food? Like, yeah, they don't give you as much good stuff. So they still bring you stuff. Right. You've really got them on a hook. So you're basically, you're like a cat drug pusher. Yeah, pretty much. They keep coming back, even if you don't have so the So it's one stuff. of those, you know, and then you can pay 
real world money to get like the silver and gold. Oh, fish. of course you can. But I've never yeah, encountered never a need for that. <laughs> it's like the, like their economy's too forgiving for. Uh, well, look, players. maybe you just don't realize the benefits of paying for more. Maybe you could have like a super cat condo structure. You can actually have a cat condo. Yeah, yeah once you, you get can't like that one, can you, you unlock like this room over here where there's like an inside that you can see. I uh, I have a bunny on my porch. Oh, it's a snow bunny. Snow bunny. Yeah. Um, yeah, I put out some some sashimi. Can't say that. We'll see really? if, any, if any cats come out. Yeah, I want the good cats. You got to check on it pretty frequently then. Because then otherwise, or what? It goes bad. You no, waste then it because they, then they'll eat it and then you put the and food they'll be out gone. for nothing. Yeah. Wait, huh? <laughs> You, they eat the food and then it's bad, but you put it out there for them to eat. But no, you, you don't get to see them enjoying it. There you go. You people But then tubs really one, worry the, me sometimes. There's one cat that shows up and it'll just eat all the food, and uh, then you have to replace it. So it's it. like a natural disaster, basically. I hate, I hate when he shows it's up. It's like in Sims tubs. when you could have Godzilla come through. Uh -huh. What's yeah. his name? Tubs? Tubs in the city. T-U-B-B-S. I'm like, Tubs eating all my food. <laughs> Tubs has been through here. Come on, he's kind of endearing though, right? He's yeah. like, ah, oh, it's Tubs. No. Hide the food. It was at first, and then Hide now the I'm food. like, yeah, get out of here, Tubs. Can you take the food back out of the bowl? No. Can you What's watch a cat come in and be like, no. No, can't do that. No, you're no, just committed. Hey, no. I got new cats. I got Smokey and Shadow and Sunny and Pumpkin, so. But you didn't get to enjoy new. them. I hear that's the best part. Yeah, I have a lot left. Oh, I also had Marshmallow was new. Mm. Really good ones. Oh, this You one's... have actual cats. You know that, right? Yeah, I have a cat. You don't have any cats. I don't have any cats. But yeah. th this way you don't have to really deal with them. It's like, all right, go yeah, away. Yeah, my cat's an <laughs> asshole. Have you ever met my cat? <laughs> I've not sucks. met your cat. Yeah. Well. I hear the vets don't like him, though. Yeah, no. He's the only cat I've ever heard a, a doctor actually say, you suck to an animal. That's my cat. All right. Well, it's about time yeah. to wrap up. So thanks, everyone, for joining us for our special Australian kind of meandering episode of The Patch. But uh, stay tuned for Game Club, and we'll see you guys next week back from the U.S., hopefully. Bye. Bye. What does that mean you did Zumbinis? Are we doing Game Club after this? Yeah. Oh, no, we're not. We're not doing Game Club. <laughs> we'll come back with Game Club. I forgot we're doing it much. I was now. getting so yeah. worried I didn't get to be All in right. the Zumbinis one. Bye. Bye. Bye.